No, Andrew, what you doing Andrew for your that... birthday? <laughs> Dumbass is talking to me and he's muted. Andrew. Say it again. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. You know he. <laughs> what you doing for your birthday, Andrew? Shit. Uh, going to play pool. With the boys and the, just the family. Just trying to hang out. Nothing really much to do on my birthday, you know. Trying to see if Bones is trying to go, but I don't know what he's doing. So, what you doing, Bones? I take over the world, player. But uh, I'll, I'll see if I can fix you weird. Yeah, it should be fun. We'll roll through and put some balls in some pockets. And if that's the case, we should go to we should go to the we should go to the strip club after you try to put balls in pockets. <laughs> He's not twenty one yet. <laughs> Just a couple of delinquents from the nineties chopping it up with a group of old school friends. We're far from politically correct, even further from innocent. You already know what it is. It's me, Zo. And me, Keith Stone. And this is the people in the back. Why are we struggling with this? All right. <laughs> All right. What's going on, everybody? Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about family matters. Um, kind of going more into, I guess, different issues uh, involving our families and how that's affected us. Um, whether it be in the past or and how we dealt with it or how it's made us helped us develop into the people we are today, where it's good or bad. Um, odds are probably a combination of the two, but um something we've we've, we've kinda of talked about different things in the past, just touched on it uh, briefly in different areas and uh, we felt like, you know, it it, it would make for a better conversation to go more in depth with it. Um, I mean, Andrew, do you want to start? Sure. All right, I mean, go ahead. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I kind of grew up in a shitty, um, family I guess not really family just uh my parents had a shitty relationship and I don't know how it was in the beginning like my older brother would but I know that I dealt with a lot more of the shittiness in my opinion because they kind of put me and my other brother Nathan in between everything because of court and all that. So I found I found it really mentally draining, in my opinion. I mean, why do you think? Right, you said you know you everybody touched or put you in between you and Nathan between, but I mean, uh, but why why do you feel that you? Trying to think of the best way. What made you feel that you were being put in between? What? What? Give us an example of like. What, I mean, without going into anything that makes you feel uncomfortable or too much or whatever, but you know what I mean. Well, I mean, they kind of just, just like I don't know. My my mom 
and my dad, uh, with the court situation, they would uh, they pretty much just try and put things into my head. In my opinion, it felt like they were gonna put stuff in my head and try and make me pick one or the other. They may have not been trying to do that, but it just felt like that to me. Like they just tried to make one or the other, trying to make them seem like the worst person ever, just so I can go stay with this person. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Uh, I think with them getting in a divorce and then putting me in between took a big toll on me because I was fucking up in school and everything like that. I mean, I'm gonna say respectfully because uh, as your oldest brother, I kind of saw more of what was going on with things that obviously you're missing. Um, but do you think in hindsight, did the, you feeling that you were brought in between the two things or between it, it was just more so the fact that you were a minor obviously at the time and uh, you had to be drug into things to an extent, like you're put in between because I mean, you know, they were going through custody things, obviously with the divorce, obviously naturally you're going to be kind of brought into that, whether it's shitty or not, obviously it is shitty, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I feel like you're, 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 what sucks for you is something that you're not understanding. Like, obviously it was inevitable. Like, I don't think that that was necessarily anybody trying to be any type of a way, you know what I mean? No, I get it. Um, honestly, just the equal custody thing that they had going on, kind of, like I said, it was mentally draining. Uh, I could say that for Nathan too, because you have to go back and forth and you just can't keep focus on things really. I feel like it's just more difficult because it's hard to get used to something that you weren't used to. I mean, I, 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 can, I could kind of understand it. It's harder for me to fully relate because I mean, obviously at that point I was still, what? Still in my t early 20s still, you know what I mean? Like it, it I didn't have to, I, I wasn't there in the house or anything like that, obviously, but um, it's gonna be tough. I mean, I, I but you kind of already touched on it, like uh, cause you mean you, you, you understand kind of to an extent with things. Um, but I think we, we realized, what bones? You're the only one that your your parents are still together, right? So I feel like kind of like to an extent, all of us kind of can understand to an extent some of the BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can hardly speak on what, what uh, he was speaking on. But yeah, my my parents are both still together, and um, it. I don't want to say it was it was hard or anything, but you know, it was the fact that I had two different opinions that I could always lean on. No matter what I came to him for, I think that was that was awesome. I mean, wanted to, I wanted. I, don't, I have a question. 
before we got any deeper, um, do you feel like family impacts like growth? Like, do you think that could that could that could change change who, who you are today? If if your family wasn't one way, you think you'd be a different person? Simple. Ahead, yes. <laughs> nah, because like what you said, Keith, with me understanding that, and based enough of what you said, like how it can impact you. If I give, like you said, we brought it up, Keith. My mom and dad never, in my knowledge of life, have spoken spoken directly to each other. I've never seen my mom and dad in the same room. So how that impacts me is like, I've never seen two people communicate effectively in like a relationship. Like I've never seen my mom say one or two words to my dad. My mom got caller ID purposely so when my dad calls, she sees caller ID, tells me to pick up the phone. And I remember that from being like three or four years old. Like, oh, if this name shows up on the caller ID, I pick up the phone. And going forward, I don't see, or at least now I can look back at it. I never had somebody actually like show me a mom and dad like speaking together unless I was at somebody else's house, like at your house or anybody else's house. My parents never spoke, and that definitely changed how I communicate with people. Right. And it's funny, uh, somebody told me as a joke, they were like, you know, I, I wouldn't have a... They, they said they, they, would, they wouldn't have any emotional damage if they had different parents. And it's like, you know, they, I think they say that as a joke, but I think there's like some real, like, something real behind that. Like, uh, I think all of our family situations affect who we are and how, what kind of people we are, how, who we become, et cetera, et cetera, you know what I mean, over time. Um, like, for example, I mean, we've talked about it before with me, some of the things that uh, I've seen with my family in the past uh, taught me who I don't want to become in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? And there, it's not like this is always bad, like there's definitely good things too. But you'll start seeing the things, you know, that you definitely don't want to repeat that ever. You know what I mean? Now, Bones, let me ask you this. Like, you brought it up. With you having both your parents and, like, two sets of opinions on everything and being kind of, if we put it this way, you're the one out of the group that didn't have that split home type situation. Explain to me the good and bad side of having both parents in like one house. We'll start with the bad because I there there wasn't really many it's not really many bad things I could really say about it. Um, you know, like, like I said earlier, the communication was always impossible. Well, at least my end with my parents was always good. I didn't know how their communication was when I was growing up. I know at one point and time, they, they did think about splitting up, but you know, they, they worked through that. They got through that. But the communication was always at one. It was always, you know, in tuned, always, always in the motherfucking business. So I really couldn't get away with shit. Um, you have two other siblings. So like I said, we, we didn't get away with nothing. It was always on our ass. Just nosing around and shit, but but um, 
it, it's a good I, I think that was I think that's a good thing because just thinking about if I would have just had a single household I would have probably been in jail right now because I I don't want to say too much but you know I've, I've done a lot already so I can't imagine if I only had one period how lopsided my life would have been um Allegedly, remember to put allegedly in. We talked. Oh yeah, about yeah, yeah, time. yeah. All, all jokes, all jokes. Ha 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 ha. With that, you said you know that uh, you might have been in jail or whatever. But do you think allegedly, 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 yeah. right, allegedly. Right. <laughs> But do you think? Do you think honestly though? Uh, giving it some thought, like over over the years, as I've gotten a little bit older and I. I like to think a little a tad bit wiser. Do you think honestly that sometimes that could be a good thing though? Um, like for me, noticing like how it was for me, um, I hated it first. You know, what I mean, I thought it was just fucking drama and a pain in the ass. And I, I had that like quote unquote. I, I like to see it. You know, if you're married, you stay together, whatever. Stay together for the kids, bullshit, whatever. Um, but as I've gotten older, it's just kind of, I've realized that having them split up opened my mind to a lot more and helped me mature more as a, a, an adult and realize what's actually good and what's not. Be able to see those things and, and how it affects people around you more so. You know what I mean? So like, so, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, everybody's got the same exact situations. Obviously, so it's hard to speak on for everybody, but I mean, it's more of a mindset type thing because because um, yeah, you may have thought it was a burden, but yeah, you use that as you know what I'm gonna since not gonna help me, gonna get help somewhere. I'm gonna be on my own. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you, you're you're right. I do to understand that. That makes perfect sense. I think I would have took that route also. It's been a single household. Well, then, kind of another thing that, you know, giving it some thought too, uh, I took a lot of things that I'd seen and, you know, in my parents' relationships and, and that kind of affected how I treated uh, even my, my daughter's, daughter's mother. And I'm, you know, I know that things that she'd seen in her household, it affected how she was and how she would be around me or treat other people in general too, and etc. Um, I mean, do you guys, do you guys all feel like that the same type of thing? Like you kind of, things that you experienced or you witnessed with your families that it translated to how you treated other people? Yeah, well, definitely. I've seen a lot yeah. of, I've seen a lot of what my dad, have done, you know, to one each other or even said to one another. And I've used that in multiple relationships because I, I thought it was it was it was a great way they handled it. Some of the things that they did was kind of like, the fuck were you thinking? I didn't use that, but that's that's the reason why I saw it. I'm like, you know what, I'm not gonna do that. That didn't that didn't make sense to me, even though my parents raised me, you know, to to be to be like them in in a sense, you know. But you know, I still have a, I still have a mind of my own. I can defer on what I want to do. So, so yeah, that makes yeah. I would I definitely would say that. I definitely sprinkle a little bit of them into my own. 
with uh, I mean, it's gonna be kind of hard for Bones you to kind of maybe fully relate, but like, I, I still kind of want to get your input on this too. But Kaz and Andrew, I gotta, I gotta ask you guys just out of curiosity. That whole quote unquote stay together for the kids. Do you guys believe in that or no? And, and why? Um, I don't believe in it because why are you gonna sit there and act like you love somebody or try and act like you're happy when you're really not like it i feel like your kid is gonna be smart enough to notice that like i don't know you should you should just tell your kid how you guys actually feel and talk to them about it and see how they feel before you make that decision but like don't don't be so selfish you know what i mean like you gotta think about your kid before you guys think about yourselves in my opinion that's how it should be well with that said though i mean quick rebuttal to that it, you know a lot of people that's what they think that they're doing when they stay together for the kids you know they're trying to oh well it's better for them if the parents are together and blah 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 I mean, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just throwing that out there. You know what I mean? Like some people think about that. Like that's tough. I mean, what do you what do you say in that situation to those people like that are that are thinking about that? You know, it all really depends on what the situation and why you guys are trying to split up. Like if it's if it's so toxic to the point where you guys are always fighting, screaming at each other, and possibly even putting hands on each other leave don't don't sit there and put your kid through that but like if it's just like petty little stuff like um just just petty stuff why 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 would you need to split up when you have a whole kid like it's an iffy situation for me i don't really know how to answer that but it all depends on the situation on why you should leave or if you should stay i don't know i mean i got two messages just now on both sides of it to answer so one was saying like kids are like sponges you know they're definitely gonna pick up the vibe they're definitely gonna feel that energy so if you have two parents that like andrew said are constantly having those negative energies going at it arguing yelling even getting to the point of putting hands on each other, the kids are gonna pick that up. They're like little sponges. They're gonna feel that vibe. But on the other side, someone else messaged me saying, it's just as big as a effect because they've had their father in and out of their lives repeatedly over and over and over again. And that affects you all the way into like adulthood, just having them be in and out and like. No, I mean, I, I get that too. But with that, before I, I got some to say on that, but before I do, what is what is your thoughts on that, Zoe? Like, do you believe in the whole stay together for the kids thing, personally? I mean, I feel like most of us probably see eye to eye on that, but I'm always curious. No. I mean, the way that I see it, it's a difficult thing, like Andrew said. I believe that to have a kid, the parents should be in a spot where they can at least be civil with each other. Our co-parent, as said now, 
but I don't see that as much often as it should be where I see more damage nowadays of people trying to stay together for the kids than splitting up and being like, hey, we just have to make sure we do everything right for the kids. But at that point, or at least from what I'm seeing or where I see it at, when people split up and they say, we'll do it together for the kids, they still have like their own objectives. So the same arguments that happen when they're together are happening when they're gone. The same arguments and the same issues that are applying when they're in the same household apply when they're not. And it's not really fixing anything on either side. It's just a lack of better terms of fucked up situation just to begin with. No, I mean, I, I agree. Um, like I look at it with a lot of things like the way that my daughter's mother and I are, for example, like, uh, you know, we're, we're not together right now. Um, and I have tons of love for, for my daughter's mother. I like to think that she has tons of love for me, but like, that's one of the things that we've kind of, where we were is like, when we realized like things aren't going well, like don't try to just force it and put yourself and you know, your child in a situation that could be toxic in any way, shape or form, it's better to just go ahead and split up and just be good parents to your child. And I mean, in that case, you can salvage what's there of a relationship. I mean, if you end up forcing something too much, you could just get to a point where you resent each other and hate each other. And then it's even worse. It's even more toxic. Even if you're split up, like you can't do family functions together. You can't do this or that, uh, like, which is the case for my parents. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's sometimes you do what's best and you just go ahead and you have to for the kid as much as some people want to think that they're doing the right thing by staying together for the kid you're doing more damage a lot of time sometimes it's better to go ahead and salvage what's what's left of that relationship split and just be good parents be good people to each other because obviously uh, I like to think that if you if you spent a lot of time with this person um, if you end up having kids with this person whatever it is obviously you guys really most of the time you know, had a real connection you know what i mean so why not salvage what's still salvageable be able to remain uh, hopefully friends if nothing else and just be good parents to your children child whatever you know what i mean but look at it this way and i'm gonna like place a small argument here when you're saying salvage your relationship this is looking at it from you guys are making a decision to salvage your relationship for the child, but it's the basis of your relationship. If you guys just say, hey, I just need to be a good parent, salvaging the relationship isn't isn't a focus. You're focused on the kid. At what point is it where splitting for the kid is actually for the kid and not for the relationship? If you're more focused on your relationship when you split than the child, then constantly everything that you guys are going to do is going to be, oh, well, this happened in the relationship or, oh, dad said this or mom said this or all this other stuff based on where they're standing and you're basically bringing the relationship onto the child instead of just saying look we had a kid I have to be a dad you have to be a mom you can literally hate each other but as long as you guys are parents to that child it should work once you guys are allowing your relationship to affect the child you're really no longer being parents you're focused on the relationship more trying to more or less not taking what you say of salvaging it for the child, but the relationship's the focus, not growth of the child. No, and I'm, 
I see what you're saying. Um, my whole thought process on that like wasn't like intending like to say just like you're you're doing it just for you and that person. It's it's kind of just like a. I'm trying to think, what's the word I'm looking for? Like collateral damage, and if you will, like if that makes sense, like yeah, obviously you're doing it for your child, I, first and foremost, and, and I'd like to say in everybody's intentions. I know not everybody actually puts the children first to that same extent, but um, there are people that are selfish and put themselves before their children, before anybody else for that matter. You know what I mean? As a whole. Um, but that's also at the same time that's what's good though is like if you can do so like i think i'm not trying to act like we're such great people my, myself and my daughter's mother like we're perfect or whatever but like i think that that's one of the best things that we could have ever done is because then it's gonna hopefully make our daughter see eventually like that you can you can you know maybe love somebody and that might not be the right person to be with or that there are still other ways to handle things and make sure that everybody's happy and taken care of and you know it's such a no i see where you're coming from i'm not like directing this towards like you or anything it's more something that i came up with because like i've had pregnancy scares things like that but uh i remember the most influential thing that was told to me during that because i didn't get along with the woman that i was actually with i didn't get along with her at all and the thing that was said was regardless of my relationship with her I need to be a parent to the child and that was what a mom had told me when she was going through a divorce and she was saying regardless what happens with you and her your job is to be that child's father and that actually stuck pretty deeply because the more I started watching situations the more I saw people when they split go for the relationship basis of it and it kind of pushed uh like the mom and dad relationship of how is our relationship going for the child instead of just how are we going to raise the child no and i i mean i understand i understand that and that's why i talked about before with uh, another thing that <clears throat> excuse me one of the one of the best things i had ever heard was from you know my old man when he told me when uh when my daughter's uh, mother was pregnant and then even after my daughter was born and he had said you know be the man that you want your daughter to marry and um, my daughter's mother touched on that before too like uh, in ways like when she brought up like that she wanted you know something to the effect that she wanted she wants to be with a man that's much like her father and in, in ways like you know just uh, uh, her dad obviously is a great person he's a he's a really awesome person um and that's one of the reasons i know for me it helped uh, push me to keep away from some of the bullshit that goes on you know what i mean um because i don't want to have a bunch of toxic shit in my life you know and we grew up we as in like my me and my siblings uh, and i'm sure plenty of other people you know we we've grown up with plenty of bullshit in our lives that we don't want to you know uh continue that cycle we want to try to break the cycle and try to live uh as happy of a life as you can with still i mean i mean it's 
it's inevitable. There's always going to be bullshit to deal with. You know what I mean? But I got a question I want to ask everybody, though. If you had one toxic trait that your parents had that you did not want to get passed down to you or your children or anything else, what would that toxic trait be? Damn, that's tough. Hmm. That would be the um the stubbornness. Both of both the attacks are stubborn as there's no point to arguing with them unless you, unless you have a Google Doc of facts. Like they will not listen. Do you think you're stubborn, Bones? And that, that, that's why me, I, I'm personally not. Because <laughs> I've grown up with that bullshit. So that's why I'm I'm so easy. I'm, I'm, I'm the okay nigga. I mean, for me, I guess it would, if I had to pick one thing, it'd probably be my, my temper, I guess. Like, I'm, I'm quick to get to the point where I'm just, I'm, I'm pissed off and over shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to hear nothing anymore. I don't want to talk about nothing anymore. I'm just pissed. You know what I mean? Uh, and then you become close-minded when you're like that. You're not hearing anything out. You're not hearing like maybe you're taking shit wrong or whatever it is. That'd probably be for me. My parents were both uh, headed and temperamental and, and whatnot. That definitely, it carried on to me, yeah, definitely. I think that just runs in the Hogan family. <laughs> you say you are on the same boat, huh, Andrew? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I have a really bad temper. I've gotten, I've gotten better at working on it, but it's still there. Like, the smallest things will just piss me off and I will just release all my anger. Well, that's the that's the thing though is like you brought up that you're working on it first of all that's all you can do is work on things but second of all i i think all of us have one thing in common that i i'm personally proud of and that's all that we're trying to be better like we're we could we could be such shitty ass people and uh, and I, I like to think that none of us really are like it doesn't mean we're perfect or not like do anything wrong at all like I'm sure we could sit and spend some time calling each other out on some shit any day of the week, but like realistically, I, I like to think that all of us have done a pretty good job of continuing to grow and mature and and do right. But uh, I, I got I got some for you, Andrew. Not not trying to call you out or anything, but uh, what about being like kind of codependent? What do you mean? Like looking from an outside in, like as your older brother. I feel like How do you kind I of, feel on you? No, 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 with you. Like I feel like Yeah, I feel like you've you've kind of got like a codependency, dude. Like for real, like I'm not trying to, you know, say anything against you or make you feel any type of way, but it seems like you kind of lean on women are there how they make you feel or how you how they feel about you do you think that comes from your relationship with mom like you were you were kind of babied for being real you know what i mean like hella babied 
if we're shooting shit straight. I don't think I was really babied. I think that you guys just were older, so you guys were just seeing me grow up, and yeah, I don't know. I don't think I was babied. I, I don't get why you guys always think that. Like, I got I got treated like shit. If I if I was babied, I wouldn't get treated like shit. I've gone through some shit. Trust me. No, I mean, I, I know we're not, we're not, we're not a therapist. Disclaimer: We're not therapists. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. No, no, I'm not saying that you, you, you didn't go through your shit too. Like, obviously, you did. That, I would never try to deny that or take that away from you. Obviously, everybody has. But like a lot of ways, you were baby bud. Like, I mean, maybe when I was younger, but I don't really remember this. But yeah, I guess you could say like. I don't. I don't know exactly what you're trying to say, uh, but um, like, cause I mean, you were you were kind of you you were baby, but you weren't like fucking. Call me a bitch. You call me a bitch right now. I'll call you bitch any day of the week. I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I say that. I say that respectfully, dude. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel any type of way. It's just like you know, I think that uh, I, I've noticed that with you and. I was just curious if, like, you, if you've noticed it, like, because, I mean, I feel like that's something that a lot of people could say, honestly, they're, they're codependent to an extent. Yeah, I could, I, I could honestly say that, that I was for a little bit. I was trying to find, you know, the, the affection through, through my relationship, then through my family, because, you know, I, I can't speak on, you know, other other families that I've been around, but I know like African American families, they do they they love each other at all. It's just it's supposed to be like an actual given. Like you're supposed to know this. You have a roof over your head. You have food in your mouth. That that's supposed to show that I love you. Growing up, I rarely heard. I say. Now I want to bring something up to you guys that Bones is saying that I'm actually catching that he's putting off and I want to bring this because I think he understands or I think most African-American or black families will understand this one and when we grew up there was this weird thing of if a roof's over your head you know that I care about you you're under my roof if I'm taking care of this stuff you're fine but I remember I'm gonna give this example and I want to know if either you Keith or Andrew have dealt with this and I got growing up like emotional at one point, let's say as a kid, and something pissed me off. And I remember this very vividly sitting in the backseat, like tearing up and like crying about something. And my stepdad looking at me and be like, what you crying for? It's like, everything's good in your life. You got a house, you got this, you got this, you got a roof over your head. You don't, you get fed, all this other stuff. So if you want to cry about something, I'll give you something to cry about because to them, those actions were all that was necessary for actual showing actual love. Like they didn't have to be like, oh, you're crying, what's wrong? It was, hey, I'm taking care of everything that you need. What you crying for? And it really, in the end, the way I look back at it is like, that was damaging from like an emotional standpoint, but that's how most African-American or black families were that I remember being around. 
if we take care of this, if we have you in our house, if we're feeding you, that's love. I don't have to sit here and cater to you emotionally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what Cosmo said. Yeah, it's the fact that, you know, they'll, they'll see you crying. They'll, they'll be like, yeah, why are you crying? You have no reason to be crying. You have you have all the amenities you need. <laughs> there should be no tear on your face. So, so yeah, and that's why, like I was saying, I would try to, you know, try to find that meaning. When I was, I guess you could say younger, I didn't, I didn't understand that at all. It's like, I don't think my parents loved me just because I didn't hear it, you know? Just because it was around me, it was, I didn't notice it was, yeah, like, it was there. I just, I wanted to hear it, you know? And I think, I want to say that goes, like, emotionally too, like, I'd rather hear it than, that would, that would definitely prove a point to me. But yeah, I rarely heard it. And I did try to seek that in the relationships in the past. It's funny. So, uh, Samantha uh, brought up before that, uh, like you were saying, and we've talked about it, we touched on it before, like uh, she she was saying kind of like uh, along the lines of what you said, Bones, uh, in a Hispanic household, you know, that it was, you were, you had to be, you were grateful for just being there, you know what I mean? It didn't matter what they put you through or anything like that. You owed them that and uh, depression and shit like that wasn't real. And, you know, it's crazy. I mean, like in our household, like it wasn't like treated like to that extent, like, but it was still at the same time, like you brought up, uh, you know, you want to cry, I'll give you something to cry about. Like, no, that's... We we heard that shit too in our household. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but do you but but do you think it was the same meaning behind it? I don't know, man. Uh, it's hard because like then you're putting it. It's hard because you know I'm not uh, not growing up in that house. I want to say I want to say probably. I mean, my parents are my parents are still old school as hell in a lot of ways, man. Like uh. And especially on my dad's side, like my mom's side, I'm not saying that everything was peachy or whatever, but my dad's side, like it was, hearing all the stories, like I grew up fucking poor as shit and this and that, like having to bust their asses for everything. And like, you know, it was, you were, you had to fucking, you would appreciate every fucking thing you had. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, that obviously you should, but man, like you acted like your life was so hard and Pops could almost give you that kind of attitude, kind of just like, you want to see what a hard life is, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's what, I think that's what our parents were getting at at that point, when they would see us crying over, you know, over the smallest shit. They, were, they felt kind of like disrespected, because they were like, what else more can I do for you? Like for you? And you're, you're still crying, and I, I've given you all this. I give you as much as I can give and you still want to cry so I want to say they probably felt you know disrespected yeah but we was kids man like (laughs) my basis of that is we was kids at least in my experience they treat they wanted us to grow up like so quickly you couldn't have that moment of being a kid and being mad that you didn't get 
that toy at fucking Target or some shit like that. Because guess what? You need to suck that shit up. And we didn't have the chance to do that when we were kids. So grow up, suck them tears up. Like, But as a kid, you're not thinking about that stuff. You're not thinking, damn, life could have been worse. You're thinking, damn, I really like that fucking toy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I've had to deal with that before. I, I've, I've been told I can't get that toy from Toys R Us and stuff like that. But you ain't old gone. enough to that get Toys R Us. What you talking about? <laughs> we already know huh? that you're young. When did, when, when did you go to Toys R Us? What? Bro, I used to go to Toys R Us all the time. That's kind yeah, of you don't remember. Too poor to you don't buy remember. Toys R Us. They said, they said Walmart. <laughs> We went to Kmart. Not what's even the, What's the jingle for Toys R Us, Andrew? What's the jingle for Toys R Us? <laughs> I forgot. It's so old. Because uh, you don't know. He was too young. You don't remember <laughs> the jingle for Toys R Us? <laughs> no, but do you guys... I don't know. Whenever I got my ass whooped, like, got spanked and shit, I remember I would go in the fucking bathroom fucking crying sobbing like a little bitch playing with the you know those little door stoppers the ones that you like flick and they fucking make that weird noise that shit that shit was i remember those days just sitting there in the bathroom after i was done crying just playing with that shit oh my god that sounds so gay that's <laughs> 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 such a play with that shit I remember most, I think most of us remember that ass beating that you got at one point and you were sitting in your room fucking listening to that, that whatever emo songs in the background, you were sitting there <laughs> fucking playing with that shit and you're sad as hell. Like, no, nah, I think most, but with, that brings up something that, did, did everybody here get their asses whooped by their parents? Most definitely. I got thrown through a window. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to laugh so quick. I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, the whole family took turns whooping my ass one time. I, 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 I tried to run away, and I didn't get far. Yeah. See, that, I, that's just... another thing. I was thinking about the... Oh, man. I think I was... I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking about somebody the other day. And uh, maybe, maybe it was... Maybe it was Smith. I can't remember who it was, though. But, uh, like, do you think, do you think that that was a good thing or a bad thing for you guys, though? Like, getting your asses whooped? I think that it taught me not to do shit again. So, yeah, I guess it could be a good thing. It taught me not to do it again. I mean, I, pro I probably did it a couple other times. Still got my ass beat before it, but I won't do it again, you know what I mean? It's just, like, one of those things where, like, it's a lesson. Like, they're teaching you a lesson. Like you, you I won't do it again and... until uh, I won't do it again until I realize that uh, I wanted to do it again and oh, I guess get my ass beat again. Yeah, I won't do it yeah. again until I get my ass beat again. Yeah, you should have got thrown out of a window or pulled off a roof like me. You definitely would. I don't know. Do I've again. gotten, I've, I've gotten some shit knocked into me, man. I've got my dad used to flick me on my fucking lip every time I talk back. I can't You're even. You're talking about getting that flicked on hurt. the lip. Nah, man, that shit hurt. My dad got nah. Listen, I take my soft. Nah, man, I'm not gonna get too into detail on shit that's happened to me, but uh, because of reasons. But I've definitely gotten my ass beat 
But no, I I mean, I've been I I, I remember I, I'm pretty positive what Smith I was talking about. Anyways, it doesn't matter who who it was at this point. But uh, I've thought about it. And it's like you know I see both sides to the argument of like you know people say like oh kids are acting like this or whatever because they don't get their ass beat anymore. But it's like same time like I mean shit. If we're being real, I got my ass beat and I still kept acting like a dumbass and doing stupid shit all the time. It didn't change shit. Like, I think kids are going to do what they're going to do. So I'm always curious, like, when when that argument comes up, like, do you think it's actually beneficial or not? Because I almost think that kids are just going to do stupid shit just to do stupid shit. That's just in their nature. I don't know that ass beatings help or don't help, to be honest. I don't think I'd really... It depends on what my, my child does for me to to give them spankings like if they do some really really bad shit i'll spank their ass but like if they're doing some stupid shit i'll make them do like wall sits or something like that fucking go read a book for you an hour torture the kid have them do wall yeah sit. wall sits and read a book for an hour i'm gonna watch over you while you read you gotta tell me you gotta write an essay on on the book what happened this this and that i don't care oh hell no but that's the thing is like the I, it was Samantha I was talking to because we we realized like with with Maddie, she won't respond to getting spanked. That does, you're getting nowhere with that. You gotta you gotta actually like talk with her. You know like she she can she understands when you're mad at her and it, that kills her. But you got to reason with that kid. You know what I mean? Uh, spank her doesn't do shit. It just makes things worse. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Like spanking alone yeah that's gonna I feel like that's gonna cause uh restrain that kid towards you if you if you do it with a reason like if you, you're spanking them and then telling them why that they're getting hit why that you had to you know discipline them and and they know oh I did this wrong I shouldn't do that again because I'm gonna get smacked up again then they know like they know the reasoning behind it and what happened like you're just hitting them against the just in your mind knowing, oh yeah, that's wrong, but you didn't tell them why that's wrong, then they're gonna have no clue and they're gonna keep doing it. It's a situational thing. Like, look at it. If your child lies to you, are you gonna spank them for every single situation? Or is it gonna be like, hey, you got like the reading thing. You got bad grades, you're gonna have to read all the time, and I'm gonna overwatch you while you read because that's your punishment. Or, hey, you uh, you lied to me, so you're gonna go do wall sits or sit in the corner. Or is it that you got into something, let's say you have like a priceless vase or something like that, and they're messing around the house, they grab the vase and like just chuck it on the ground and shatter it. That might deserve a spanking or something like that. You know, like you're just being full on disrespectful of your surroundings, you might get a spanking. But if you're just getting whipped for every single situation, I don't think that's actually good. No, I agree. Cause like, Shoulda, I remember I was getting spanked. I remember I was getting spanked for fucking not going to sleep on at the right time. There's certain times that I think it does call for an ass beating and you got to make it clear. But like sometimes like, well, there's two things that for like for me, for example, like some of the times if I was doing something like, yeah, my grades were fucking up or whatever. Best way to get me to try to turn my shit around was to start taking shit I, I cared about away from me, my phone, make sure I can't be talking to all the low hoochies I was talking to in high school or this, this, or that. Uh, that shit got me to turn my behavior around real fucking quick and ask me would have done shit. But also then, like, you know, you think about it, like, 
sometimes like if you're if you're spanking your kid over every little thing or beating their ass over everything little thing but then also giving that oh i love you that could teach like a mom used to you know beat my ass and then tell me she loves me so maybe it's okay if this person beats my ass because they still love me facts i'm receiving a lot of messages but one just came through that goes directly to what you just said and it was saying that using pain to teach a lesson isn't always right it's like using food as an incentive to do something like hey if you do this i'm gonna give you a freaking cupcake so someone thinks every single time they do something they're gonna get a cupcake that's the same thing as like hey if you beat somebody or beat your child and then say you do it because you love them eventually they're gonna start thinking that getting beat means that somebody loves them and that's not right another thing that i got messages that i actually am gonna bring up this one's gonna be a little bit difficult but we want to have all of your opinions on this so when someone is raised without a foundation how do you think that they're gonna build themselves and at what point does everything in their lives or because at some points everything in their lives feels like it's their fault or based on their foundation so when and where should that foundation be structured that they can build from and what is the basis of it for making them a better person i would say the foundation would have the we'll say building blocks would have to be their friends um, that's where they would give peace for their support and from. but you know some of your friends don't always have the best intentions for you so that kind of fucked up my answer <laughs> no I mean I see where you're going with it though because I mean when you're younger you don't appreciate as much that your parents are saying or not even just your parents but your, your grandparents your aunts and uncles whatever it might be you know what I mean you don't appreciate it as much or relate to it as much you just hear it as like a, a a lecture almost you know what i mean when you're hearing shit from your friends or even your friends parents sometimes you respect that more sometimes that's your where you start laying that foundation i guess in some ways and then as you get older you start appreciating more i mean like for me i i didn't see or respect half the shit that my my parents were telling me as a kid as a kid or even as a teenager you know what I mean I mean I, shit especially when I was a teenager man everything with my father it was that him and I were toe to toe all the time like fucking ready to go at it about every little thing seeing who who the man of the house was I was trying to test everything but over time like hearing things from my friends and and some of their parents it started kind of like laying that foundation and seeing like okay this is what's right this is what's wrong this type of person I want to be. And then as I got older, starting to appreciate more that my parents were saying um, and and turning that into something more. And then, like I said, over then as I got even older and then have had a kid, realizing, like, okay, this is the type of parent I want to be. This type of man I want to be. I want my, my daughter to look at me and respect me for this, this, or that. And I'm expecting the same thing with her at some point, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, like, she's going to be pushing every button or disrespecting this or that or not appreciating this or that, but... But we're running low on time, so we want to finish off with any uh, final thoughts. Anybody got anything they want to say? No. 
I'll just I'll just leave a quote from my grandma, you know. Don't don't ever be a hoe, but if you want to be a hoe, be a good hoe. Wise words from Grands. What about you, Andrew? You got anything? Um, you know, I got I got a lot I could talk about, but you know, there's just there's a time for every other thing that I really could talk about because some of it's really really touchy and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings to specifically my parents or family members but nah pretty much that's pretty much it yeah right on about you Zell um since Bones ends with a quote I guess I'll end with a quote and say one of my favorite is yes the past can hurt you but you can either run from it or learn from it is that Lion King? you over here quoting Lion King? (laughs) yeah don't come for me man Rafiki's my nigga (laughs) that is a wise that is a wise wise fucking monkey dog (laughs) No, and I mean, uh, I know uh, I might have might have given you a little bit of a hard time, Andrew, but uh, it's all in love, you know. Um, we'll touch on we'll touch on some of those other things, though, bud. Um, you know, you got you got to speak your truth. That's it, everybody. I mean, that's not just you. You're not exclusive to that. We all have to speak our own truth on on what we feel and stuff like that. Like nobody can take that away from you. But uh, anything like that that you want to touch up on at another time, I mean, we'll we'll do so. But uh, you know, we got a whole thing with Mexico coming up in March. That's gonna be a lot of fun. We got some other fun episodes planned ahead. We've got a lot of a lot of things in, in in the works for everybody. But it's always fun to bullshit with the guys and uh, see everybody next week. What are we talking next? Next week's gonna be uh. A little bit of controversial episode. We'll see how that plays out with uh, <laughs> with things, but it'll be fun. Remember, we're not therapists. We're not doctors. This is all opinion-based. I am not certified. I don't think anybody else is certified to tell you what to do. Hell no. Nah. Don't fucking sue me. Don't. Nope. Ha ha. What is it? Allegedly. Ha ha. This is all shits and giggles. All jokey jokes. Jokey jokes, jokey jokes. <laughs> I mean, if nobody else got anything, Bones, you want to do the, uh, hit them with the the Bones, see you later? Well, you know what? Everyone tuned in, everyone listening, you know, later on, even in the future, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. You know, just listen to us fuck around and talk about shit you don't want to talk about. You know, who we are, people in the back, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Andrew, what you doing for your birthday?
dumbass is talking to me and he's muted. Andrew. Say it again. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. You know he. <laughs> what you doing for your birthday, Andrew? Shit. Uh, going to play pool. With the boys and the, just the family. Just trying to hang out. Nothing really much to do on my birthday, you know. Trying to see if Bones is trying to go, but I don't know what he's doing. So, what you doing, Bones? I took over the world, player. Seriously. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can fix you weird. Yeah, it should be fun. We'll all roll through and put some balls in some pockets. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, we should go to the, we should go to the we should go to the strip club after you try to put balls in pockets. <laughs> He's not twenty one yet. <laughs> <laughs>